0: Coach Barnes. Bernard into your room? Am I trying to
1: steal Jeremy <laughs> Bernard? Um, I would say it's whoever is the best guy at the time for the play that we need to run. Um, obviously, that's the guy that we're going to use. So you take him? Would I take him in my room? Jeremy's a really good player. I mean, I, would, I love good players in my room for sure. It's whoever can touch the ball and help us get first downs and touchdowns. Absolutely. So, how, how do you feel about how your guys have, have performed these first couple of weeks? You, well, you, number one, I feel like we've been, you know, we've been kind of really answering the biggest question is, you know, making sure we go out there and we, you know, obviously knock on wood, but just take care of the football and take care of Mike, number one. But, you know, we have, uh, you know, two touchdowns so far this season and, you know, we're continuing to improve for sure. Um, you know, and Mike's doing a really, really good job and the receivers, I mean, they're balling. So, I mean, we're winning games. At the end of the day, it's about winning games. So, whatever that game plan is, I'm for it. So, if that means we have to run the ball a hundred times, throw the ball a hundred times, it does not matter at all and so it's at the end of the day, as long as we get that w and um, I mean that, number one that 's the most important thing because you know we we have a, a goal at the end of the season that we we would love to get to, but uh, I mean, we can 't get there unless we just take care of each day and each game, and that 's all that i 'm focused on and, and making sure I continue to emphasize that in my room and not let them look ahead don 't worry about you know any kind of stats or anything like that because at the end of the day it doesn't matter because if you're winning games you're doing good things it's going to be good for everyone so as long as my guys continue to focus on that and uh, we'll be we'll be all right Tybo getting closer to being able to get on the field do you think uh Tybo's getting better every day he um he every be honest every week every you know me and him we've been meeting a lot lately so Um, and that's just really just getting him caught up and getting him comfortable more than anything and just confident Um, just because being such a young player he's still 17 years old you know so um, you just got to continue making sure we're working on him and developing him as a young man and uh, Tybalt's doing a really good job Uh,
2: as far as you know CD goes out uh, early in, or midway through fall camp, whatever yeah. it was, and um, and Coach DeBora and Coach Grubb had both said that the room was kind of feeling that loss, you know, early in the season. Do you think the guys have kind of gotten past that, and now they're they're just focused on what they're doing?
3: Well,
1: yeah, I mean, Will just focusing on kind of Will and Sam. I mean, those guys know what to expect. Um, they were they were here last year, and, and same thing. And same as, uh, obviously, Richard Newton's played a lot of football here as well. Um, you know, getting guys caught up to, to speed like Dylan, um, Daniel, guys like that, um, that just really haven't experienced what it's like to be, you know, Husky and, and, and go through the whole operation of just winning the pre-snap for our offense um, is an adjustment. And also guys having kind of bigger roles now as well, too. So, you know, just kind of making sure they focus on, all right, what do I need to do to make sure I'm successful? Um, and just get prepared is really what we've been um, working towards, really every day. To be honest with you, so um, to say that they were feeling that loss, of course they're feeling the loss for CD. I mean, it's one of their, you know, one of their brothers in the room who's done a really good job of being really a little more of a silent, you know, kind of leader as well. Just lead by example, hard worker, great kid, um, always bring a smile to the room, and not have him around as much. Of course they're going to feel that. I felt it, mm-hmm. you know, just because, you know, you look at his empty seat and you sit there and go, man, that's tough, you know, just because I know how hard he's worked. And there's no one that deserves more than the, the reward of going out there on that field than Cameron Davis. Um, so uh, but now they're starting to get used to it a little bit more, just the way we do things, the way I do things. And every season brings on new challenges. Our offenses doing more things than we ever have before as long as I've been in this offense I mean the running backs are being called on to do a thousand times more than what we did when I first showed up so uh which is awesome you know it's a challenge for me every day to get those guys prepared so is that Um, one of the cool things about
2: coaching college football is it's a because of all the turnover that happens mm -hmm. every year is that kind of the cool thing is you have a new room every year and and oh for sure I mean
1: it's to be honest it's cool just showing being here and having an opportunity to to get better um you i know sometimes it sounds like a cliche when they say you know getting better is non-negotiable but it really is i mean it's getting i mean just the challenge just to sit there and not only to to know that you have to wake up but how do i get these guys better how do i continue to challenge how do they you know what do i got to pull out just to make sure because i mean they're human i'm human as well so you know making sure that every day like hey, it's a new challenge you know and how do we take the next step so right in front of our left and then left in front of our right so and just making sure like every time we move forward just know that there's a wall behind you so just keep stepping forward
2: Last question: uh, Richard Newton uh, didn't play last game. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, was there a reason for that, or was that?
1: Uh... Oh, you know, he played on special teams. Okay, so you know,
2: I mean, but is there a reason that he didn't see any running no, back? Reps or just...
1: I wouldn't say there's, there's there's a reason why. It's just you know uh, he just didn't have that opportunity. So, uh, Rich is doing a good job. You know, Rich is you know he's starring right now in his role right now, um, which is whatever he's contributing to special teams and when he's called upon offensively. Rich is going to answer that. So um, that's that's the best thing I can tell you right now. It's the best answer I can give you right now. Um, and all my guys understand that, unfortunately, you know, I can't have five running backs out there on the field at once. But I promise you, one day we will. <laughs> one day we will. You know, so. And if that happened, then you would see a lot of uh, all of them. Okay. You know, but, um, you know, but no, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. It's showing up every day. Thanks, Coach. <laughs>
0: First things first, just looking at the stat sheets, last week you had 220 yards, and, and, and your guys had
4: 234. I know, I know, I know, I know. The oh, sheet. it's the rushing. Oh, you it's added the rushing in there. No, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's the rushing that's yards. <laughs> <laughs> that's the receiving yards. Okay, okay. When was the last time they beat you? Uh, you know what? Um, I don't know when the last time I actually lost in that regard, Um, but I will say this: they did a great job blocking on the perimeter. That's the one piece that I was super excited about. Um, You know, as I said to someone earlier, you know, after the game, our wideouts felt like we lost the game. That's how. How we came off the field um, because of the standard at which we have set for our group to perform. And um, we didn't perform at that level. And, you know, I challenged, you know, Rome, challenged J Mac. Uh, you know asking them why did you come back here if that's what you're gonna do on the field if that's how you're gonna perform on the field Why'd you come back then? I mean you should have just went ahead and entered the draft if that's how you're gonna perform on Saturdays And uh, I think that I know that they completely and totally agreed and um, you know went to work, you know immediately right away, you know doing extra even more extra work. They always do extra work, but um you know, they blocked on the perimeter for each other at a very high clip, and that was that was great to see. I know they know, but are there consequences
0: for those types of things, like the bear crawl for the fumble or extra work on the jugs gun, or do you just let them do their thing? We
4: have no punitive um, um, consequences for um, drop balls or any of that stuff. Um, they just set a standard for themselves that, that, that they want to do do something to – make up for that, and they they do that. So I let them go ahead and do that after practice, whatever it is, and they take care of it. Every time I see um,
0: Jeremy do something with the ball in his hands, I just keep on thinking Debo Samuels. Is that fair?
4: See, I, and, and and I mean – First of all, Debo, you're the man, okay? Let me just let y'all know that. He is the man. Jeremy, you're not the man yet, okay? So let's be clear on that. You're not the man yet, okay? When we're in practice, I show him every clip where I'm saying, you should be Debo right here, but you're not. So it's funny that you say Debo Samuels because there is certainly a comparison there when we start talking about how he should play the game. and uh, But he's not there yet. You know, not quite there yet. I love his his ball handling skills that's that's one of the best things about Jerm he does a really good job handling the football and uh he's tough man he's he's a tough he's a tough kid man that dude is tough and that's where the whole debo idea and thought comes up cuz debo's a tough tough dude
0: there's a lot of noise surrounding this game you know literal in terms of going into a, that kind of atmosphere but also with the head coach stuff on the other side, the big ten chatter, all that do you, do you address those things, or do you just, just kind of assume that your group is is above that sort of stuff
4: we talk as a as an offense um about the signal versus the noise okay all right and really, when we talk about that, we talk about hey if Uh, there's a lot of chatter going around that's the noise so if you're involved in the chatter you're not paying attention to the actual signal itself that really starts everything off you're not hearing the signal and that to me is where our guys are at right now we're not worried about all the chatter all the you know white noise that may be going around uh, um, at various programs around the country even within our program when people are trying to inject it into our program we want to be that noise that everybody hears okay and we want it to be loud okay we want to be I'm sorry. We want to be that signal that everybody hears and we want to be loud and we want it to be right now. Okay. And so our guys are not worried about that stuff at all. Legitimately, they know on Saturday, these boys are coming hard. Okay. These boys are coming and they're, they're, they're expecting to win a football game. Okay. We know Michigan state is coming and ready and expecting to win a football game. So we got to put our best foot forward out there and make sure that we meet and, and collide in a, in a great matchup Is grass versus turf a thing no it's not um the grass is great i mean you grew up playing on grass didn't you, you Yeah. know soft, baseball football you grew up i grew up playing on grass all right and then all of a sudden turf came into effect oh great turf uh, it's just like grass i mean no that's not a thing at all have you ever been to a big 10 stadium where
0: maybe they let it grow
4: a little bit longer or coached in this stadium before. So um, back in 2018, and um, and we, um, you know, we had just come off a big win um, uh, playing Ohio State. And then we played uh, this team, um, and it was, it was, it didn't turn out very good. So my players, they definitely uh, know that. Yes, they have been on the grass and this grass, and so. But at the end of the day, they got to run on the grass just like we have to run on the grass. They got to tackle just like we got to tackle. They got to put on their pads just like we got to put on our pads. So uh, the excuses are tools of incompetence used to build monuments of nothingness. Therefore, those who use them usually amount to nothing. So, um, no excuses. Is that a quote? <laughs> or you just, or just rattle that off? It's something that I say pretty often. Okay. You know, excuses <laughs> are tools of incompetence used to build monuments of nothingness. Therefore, those who use them usually amount to nothing. So if you want to use excuses, you're going to amount to nothing. Fancy sacks. And they say,
0: okay, it wasn't sacks. But the guys are max protecting. They're getting the ball out fast. Do you feel like you've seen in terms of get off in, in terms of guys doing what you want them to do, do you feel like they've they've been on track thus
3: far? Yeah, I mean, I think we can always do better, you know what I mean? Like, you're always trying to you know, if, you, if you're limited in the in the in the, uh, the, uh, the opportunities that you get, you want to take advantage of those opportunities too yeah. as well, so it's not like we're you know what I mean, we're just sweeping things underneath the rug, I think guys understand I, I, we don't want guys to get frustrated and try to do too much, and you know what I mean like, hey, we're going to do our job, and, and, and I think things get messy when you start to try to do somebody else's job, and you're and you're pressing and I think, you know, guys like Braylon and He plays so hard, you know that eventually, like he's gonna get his numbers. You know what I mean as far as that goes. And if teams are, you know, um, they're gonna they're gonna slide protection there and chip running backs and tight ends and things like that. It's you know it's it's easier to play DB now, right? You know what I mean. There's not as many guys running through the secondary, so I just think yeah, we we can still do better. We're still working on you know I mean being better and and uh, rushing the passer on first and second down. Like I think it's easy on third down when you know I mean there's a high percentage pass and things like that. It's can you. do it when, you know, you're not sure it's a mixed down and it could be a runner pass situation and now can we go be productive in those, in those types of, around uh, those downs.
0: Yeah. You told me a couple weeks ago with... Working in a new kicker like it'd be nice to get him a good start early just to get that momentum going Obviously a tough bounce for Grady last week. How do you feel like he's coming at it mentally? And where do you feel like he's at at this point?
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't think you overcoach him like he's you know He's been consistent um, He probably got a little fast on that one. I thought you know what I mean just watching him he planted a little deep. I think if you just trust his mechanics He's precise with his training and what he wants to do. He's got enough talent to be you know what I mean a really good kicker at this level so um, so yeah, I mean now it's just a, it's a matter of him being mentally tough and bouncing back and saying, hey, the next opportunity I get, I'm gonna go out there and, and you can count them. You're not gonna make all of them. You know I mean, I think for those guys too, at times they got to be able to to respond when something doesn't go right. You know what I mean? And, 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 and flush it and say, hey, man, the next kick, I'm gonna go out there and trust my training and trust my technique and go out there and, and, and be successful. You're gonna make more than you miss. I think yep. if you're just precise in what you do all the time, we've had a lot of success back at Fresno State when we got there and. The specialists all improved from year one to year two. Um, I thought Peyton really improved last year. From you know, I mean, the year before. and I just think Grady can do the same thing. You know, I think Jack's improved, and, and uh, we just got to keep working with him, keep trusting him. Thanks, Eric.
0: When we asked Coach DeBoer and Coach Grubb about the two-point conversion, they both quickly pointed the finger at you <laughs> and said, "That's on you." <laughs> uh, can you tell? Me, how does something like that even come to a board to discussion? How does something like that even? get breath or a
3: lot yeah i mean you're always looking i think for uh you know i mean just for ways that you feel like you can uh you know steal points or steal possessions and things like that and and uh you know the other thing i look at is i i sit in all the the off-season workouts and you know in the winter season and watch Jaden green and it's like i mean the kids as good as athlete as some of our running backs and you know what i mean and dbs and stuff like that it's like hey, man, he's got an eligible number out there. Let's go take advantage. Of, let's design something here and go take advantage of him, uh, you know what I mean, being able to go get open. So it was just, uh, you know, I think you always got those certain plays that you want to use, I think, at certain opportunities, where that, whether it's, you know, some sort of uh, two-point conversion or, or uh, you know, you're trying to look for an alignment or something like that where you think you can take advantage of your opponent. And, and uh, you know, those guys did a good job. I think the other thing that's really good, like, for us is Demo. Like, he can hold. I mean, there, there's so many things, I think, that... When You have guys like like Jack McCallish is a good holder. Demo's a good holder. Like he can go out there and and really um, you know just kind of orchestrate all that stuff because it's you know you're counting numbers and you're making sure you want to go out there and be successful. You want to go out there and be a you know what I mean it's a roll of the dice here whether or not we're going to get it. Like we felt confident. He looked at the at the alignment of the of the uh, of the uh, defense and and you know we had the numbers for it and, and had the alignments we wanted. And if we get that, we just think like, hey man, that's you know. 85%, 90% of the time, that, that's going to that's gonna work.
0: But the reaction when you say, yeah, I want, this, I want him to hike the ball and then go out and catch a pass. I mean, like I said, one of our guys said, you know, he's seen it before in the parking lot with his dad. <laughs> what was the reaction when you brought that?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think Coach, Coach DeBoer's watched it. You know I mean? We practice plays out there, and I think we always have a – you know, it's no different than an offense has a has a um, you know, what I mean, a list of two point plays. You have a list of plays that you feel like, hey man, we can practice these, and these will be successful if we ever need them in a you know, what I mean, in a game time situation. So we've shown that one now. Now we'll go to the you know, what I mean, you go to the next one after that, and then just keep kind of uh, you know, I think it's good for for our guys too you practice all that stuff as a as a player and then you go out in a game and use it and have some success and the guys are they're fired up now you know what i mean if you do another one off it they, they just feel like hey like we're gonna not just practice it we're gonna we're gonna use it in a game too as well
4: Please.
3: yeah i mean there's always you know what i mean there's always things that we're working on like i said before you never know when you know you yeah. clank one off an upright or something like that and you want to be able to go out there and and uh you know make sure you can you can make up that point or you want to go up eight early or something like that you know you just think there's certain things in a game where you're like hey we're just going to go do this all right we're going to do it we feel good about it if it's uh you know if it's not there we can always bring it in and kick the extra point yet so the I just think the risk reward you're not just you know I mean throwing all your chips in the middle of the table and saying hey man like we're not sure if it'll work or not but we're going to try it like it's calculated and I think you have your you have your uh you know your kills and things like that that if it's not there then you just take the point and you move on you know, what, go to the next play
0: was there a point pre-snap where you you just knew you were gonna hit it yeah
3: i know like we saw how they lined up it's it's very similar honestly to the way we were lined up to for that formation um so we were like uh you know on the headsets like hey you know he's, he's not gonna bring him in we're gonna run the play and as soon as you saw Jaden. Run into the flat. It was, you know, I mean, you could tell that he was open. So that sometimes those, the honestly like the hardest thing is like he's he's really open. It's like, hey, don't drop it. You know what I mean? Like as far as how how uh, how open he was.
0: I asked uh, Coach Grubb. I said, is that something you can use at the fifty, or is that strictly a goal line play? And he just
3: smiled. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys, it's tough to take Mike off the field. You know what I mean? In some of those situations when you're doing it, so. but, yeah, no, I think, like I said, we're always looking for ways that we think that we can steal points, steal possessions, and it's a way for us to be able to say, all right, now, you know what I mean, we're going up by, you know, instead of going up by 21, now you're up by 22 or 15 or whatever it is, and it puts a little bit more stress on your opponent.
2: Coach Inge here, and Coach, you know, just talk to me. You know, you got a lot of guys in. I mean, you were sub- subbing in. Bruner and Goforth in the first series last last week, so just kind of talk to me about how your guys are doing and, and the rotation you guys have going right now.
5: Uh, the one thing that we have uh, from our scenario is we're really challenging our guys to be on top of their preparation, on top of their attention to detail. If we see that during practice during the week, you're going to be able to be rewarded with, with some play time. Um, and that also adds to added depth in the room. That also added, adds to when you have a chance to speak with recruits, you tell them, If you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to have a chance to play. So just like last week, we had eight guys play Mm -hmm. in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're understanding and knowing our system. They're out there making plays. They're not being highlighted. They're doing their jobs exactly the way it's supposed to be done. So what we want to be able to do is we just have the mindset of being fresh all the time, playing at maximum effort. And when you need a break, we can get the next guy in. He's going to come in, and there's going to be no drop-off. Who graded out the best in your room last week? Do I mean, you remember? Um, um, the, the, uh, one of the guys who graded out the best last week was Carson, Carson Bruner okay. and, and also Afonso Tupitala. Okay. Well, and, and from a production standpoint, won because mm-hmm. he had eight or nine tackles.
2: Yeah. Okay. But, you know, are, are, what are some things that you're seeing that you're like, we still need to do this better or that better?
5: Oh, We still have to continue to attack the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that we haven't gotten is we haven't had a chance to really cause a fumble yet and that's something that's been one of our major points of emphasis on our end being able to create some takeaways
2: okay and then uh michigan state you've been watching their film this whole week and probably before that too um what have you seen from those guys and and what is what is going to be something that's going to present some problems for you a
5: a very good football team they're physical up front uh, running the football, a very athletic, aggressive, tight end, and probably one of the most athletic running backs that we're going to see, uh, our, well, obviously we'll have seen, uh, coming into this point. And they're what you would expect in a top-tier team, mm-hmm. a quarterback who makes effective decisions, very fast wide receivers. So you're going to have to be on your game at every point in time. Um, during the game
2: so nathan carter is who you're talking about and carter comes over from yukon um is has put up a lot of numbers already what is what is it that he presents to you guys you said he's a really good running back Can you tell me what he does well?
5: very good vision he gets downhill mm-hmm. he has some spectacular jump cuts where his body does not turn so just when you think you got him in a hole he'll jump cut and find the next open space
0: mm-hmm.
2: okay perfect thanks coach juice how you doing
0: Good. How are you?
5: Doing
2: good.
0: Going back to the Midwest. Yeah, going back. You, you smile a little bit. Uh, Tell me, just uh, you know, after reviewing the film, who graded out well?
6: Uh, Jabbar Jabar played really well. He's the defensive player of the game. Uh, he had a very solid game. They came at him as a group. They played well. I mean, they, they didn't give up a whole lot of catches, so it was good to see. Daddy's got his hands on some footballs. E.J. was solid in cover. So all around, it, it it was a good day.
0: I know sometimes on the sidelines you get blocked out by what's going on, but when Jabbar came off the edge, did you see it all?
6: I said it on the headset. I was just saying I hope he club it, you know, because the quarterback didn't see him, and he clubbed. He clubbed really hard, and the quarterback lost the ball for a sec, so I was hoping he got it out. Um, but he, he did a good job of hitting it, and, you know, corners get a chance to blitz. They get excited. How good of a player
0: is Jabar? Because it, it just looks like he's just – like gum on the bottom of your shoe at times
6: yeah he's playing very he's playing very well um, he's playing very well right now there's still some things we got to clean up uh he knows that we, he comes in we, we meet on the things he did good done bad um and he works at it, you know. But I think it's been a solid start the first two games, and you know we have a big one this week.
0: You know, a lot of people, you know, they don't see the game like the coaches do, and they don't look at the film. And a lot of people were, you know, all over Elijah after the first game, but he looked like he had a pretty good game on uh, on Saturday.
6: Yeah, Elijah played well the second game. You know, obviously some plays he'd like to have back. We know that, um, and just like what I tell those guys, it's ebbs and flows. So you can never get too high. You can never get too low. Um, And, you know, it was good to see him bounce back. And so that's the one thing he's shown as being a guy now. He's starting to play more football. He still hasn't played a lot of football. Um, But he was able to come back and be resilient and rebound from the first game. And I look for him to have another good game here this week.
0: You want to progress every week. What's this week's progression? Where do you need to see progression this week?
6: Well, I think we're going to go up against a really physical team that got really big players. Um, they're strong. The tailback is really strong. And they got big, strong physical wideouts. So it's for us going out there and match their physicality. Um, and then that's what they're going to want to do. So for us, it's going to match it.